Hello, welcome to Chapter 3 Podcast, the show for readers of science fiction, fantasy, and romance. This is Season 2, Episode 18. Today, we are going to be talking about reviewing and getting advanced reader copies of books in response to some drama that cropped up on social media recently, so it seemed like an interesting pertinent topic to talk about. And then we're also, in honor of Pride Month, going to have an extended segment recommending some LGBT books that you could pick up this month if you're looking for that. So, Izzy, uh, let's talk about, like, what happened, because this was this was wild. <sighs> this is great. I really sent you because like, I saw it, and I was like, oh my god. did. And then I had multiple other people send it to me, like, hey. And I was like, why i continue to wonder if instagram's okay like i feel like every other month or something something happens on instagram i'm like is everybody okay over there are we good like yeah it's it's weird sometimes it's weirdly messy and everyone's like it's fine over here and i'm like are you kidding me yeah <laughs> y'all have drama constantly uh so a instagram creator who i'm okay with naming because i feel like if what they did is worth naming like i don't think they have any remorse and or care romance rex who had 3500 followers at the time of this rant yeah. is now at like just over four thousand. yeah um unconfirmed if those are real followers or bots and that's the usual i feel like on socials right like bots follow it's the whole thing and she went on instagram stories and was like hey bitches you need to stop complaining about not getting arcs. You don't deserve arcs. You aren't working hard enough on your platform to get arcs. <laughs> and just like ranted forever because people were upset that they didn't get picked for the newest Anna Wong book arc tour or mm -hmm. something. I don't know. I'm on her street team. So like I was like not even paying attention to this happened. I was like, oh, whatever. I'll get my arc when it shows up on my Kindle. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? And, like, I had to go dig and find out what book it was, of course. And I just, like, she literally went off and told everyone that they don't work hard enough and that's why they don't get arcs. It was so bizarre to me. And she was so angry. That was Very angry. Me. Because Very people angry. were upset they didn't get the arc. Which, like, yeah. who hasn't? Who, like, I'm sure I you've mean, like, been, like, sad you didn't yeah. get an arc. I mean, like, I sometimes I don't it. get arcs. And, like, I just, it was so weird to me that she was so angry about it. And it's mm -hmm. not like she had this huge platform. I mean, like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, but I, I just, it was very, the whole thing was very odd to me. And so it kind of sparked this conversation about arcs and reviewing. Mm -hmm. And so we thought it might be interesting for some of you. Some of you may be reviewers. Some of you aren't. How some do arcs actually work? Starting and like right. being nervous yeah. to start because you think it's, it's, you know, like this lady gives this impression that it is way harder than it is. Yeah. And it's really not. It's really not that difficult to get started. No. I mean, are you going to get all of the sort of big headline titles when you're starting out? No, probably not. But I think there are a lot of options for getting started with reviewing. And I mean, yeah. I, you know, like I've now been doing this for years and have like a pretty sizable following on my main YouTube channel and stuff. And like, I don't get everything that I request. I mean, I also like, I started with blogging, not YouTube. So like I used to request when I had a very tiny blog that nobody really read, but I still would get arcs. <laughs> and even now at my channel size, I don't struggle to get most arcs. Like yeah. And it is it is kind of a roll of the dice on some platforms. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're going to get them or not, NetGalley can kind of be a hit and miss no matter your platform size mm -hmm. situation. But I think yeah. you know, there's a lot of there's a lot more options out there than NetGalley to get your arcs also. Yes. And for those who don't know, ARC stands for Advanced Reader Copy. It's kind of an acronym that we shorten in the, the reviewing world when you get a book early for review. And I I just think I don't know. I don't understand the anger. <laughs> I don't understand the anger for this sort of thing. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I, you know, I feel for other people who are disappointed. Cause I get that, mm -hmm. you know, I'll have people yeah. like, sometimes I'll have highly anticipated books that will be, you know, sent to me from the publisher. Cause I've been working with them for a long time. And I might get comments mm -hmm. on a YouTube video, like, Oh, I'm so jealous. I really wish I could have that. And I'll be like, yeah, you know, it's a great book and it'll be out soon. I mean, like, I, but I don't get angry at people for being disappointed yeah. that they didn't get that book, you know? No, and I also think, like, it's weird because then she said that, like, she doesn't even do arcs. So I'm very confused that she even cares. It's like, why do you care? If you don't do arcs, why do you care? Why don't you just skip the story? That's what I do. I, I don't know. I just skip stories that annoy me. <laughs> I don't know. So for people who want to get started 
or who are just kind of in the early phases of of reviewing what what do we recommend i mean i think i do think netgalley is a good place to start mm-hmm. and i actually know people who get a lot of things on netgalley and they only review on goodreads same i was gonna my suggestion is netgalley make sure before you even Get on there, though. Write reviews for the books you're already reading so you have some practice. And then sign up for NetGalley. And yeah, you don't have to actually have a platform on NetGalley. You can just get ARCs by reviewing just on Goodreads. Yeah. Pretty much exclusively. Like, tons of people I know just post on their stories and Goodreads. That's it. Yep. And maybe an Instagram post. But, like, they're not, you know, doing anything wild or fancy. No. And I would recommend if you're starting out on NetGalley, it is so easy to over request things Mm -hmm. because you just Mm -hmm. assume that you won't get stuff you'll be Mm -hmm. surprised at how many things you will actually get so try to try to hold back a little bit yeah one of my friends literally just joined netgalley in the last month and got 17 arcs approved wow yeah Yeah. i mean that's that's exactly it yeah when we say hold back we mean (laughs) don't get in my situation where i have a very low rating and a ton of books that i've been approved for um yeah like 69 percent right now so it's like not not too bad not too bad no i mean i'm not like (laughs) like 14 or something which i I know people are yeah Yeah. at that point just like create a new account with a new email or something I almost hit that point where I was like, should I do that? And I was like, no, I've had almost, I'm at 270 arcs approved though. So like, I feel like yeah. it balances out when I've had that many and I'm not like completely caught up, but yeah, yeah. Like, like only request like five books is my advice. Like at your first That's go and then look for some read now that you think would be good. Yep. Uh, so you can get those and immediately start reading them and review them so that you start having a history of actually posting reviews on NetGalley. Right. Because, you know, keeping your percentage up does help. I don't think it matters if you're at 100% or not necessarily. Like, I don't know the, how much that influences them picking you or not, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think it matters somewhat, but it depends on yeah. the publisher and it depends on a lot of other factors. But having showing a history that you're actually consistently following through, reading the stuff you're assigned mm-hmm. and reviewing it, that I think does a lot. I think that's the bigger thing. And that's especially per publisher. So each publisher, you want it to look like your you know, if you're requesting from a variety, you want to make sure you're reviewing your most recent from them probably yeah. before you're requesting new ones. I also do- fill out your profile and keep it updated. Yes. That I think yes. is really important. So if you have genre preferences, types of books you like to read, you can put that in your profile so people know. If you have a social media presence, like about, I, I usually update it about once a month with my current numbers and put a mm-hmm. date that it's been updated. So you know, kind of people know like the reach that you have on different platforms that can include Goodreads. If you have a number of like followers or friends or whatever on mm-hmm. Goodreads, you can include that information. All of that is helpful and gives the publicists who are looking whether to a- approve or deny your request what they need and to know. And if you're comfortable, your identity is in yes. there as well. Oh, um, that's, that's, I should do that. I don't know that I actually have all of that but that's that's a good point i don't think i have identities in there right now but i think that's a good one i keep mine as like mm-hmm. broken up i also think it's smart to list your favorite authors in there oh. um so when you're requesting from them and it's a favorite author and they see that they're more likely probably to approve you because they know you already like this author so right. look at the end of the day arcs are all about promotion and publicity yeah. for these books yeah. so you want people to read them that enjoy them and you, I mean, obviously, not everyone's going to, and that's a given. You're you're allowed to leave bad reviews on arcs. Don't don't think you can't leave a bad review because it's an arc. You totally but I think can. It, I think it helps though for them to be like, oh, look, you really like this author, and here's their new release, and you requested it, so we're going right. to approve you. Yeah, and I guess some thoughts too on if you read a book that you have for review and you don't like it, mm-hmm. I would say be honest, but be specific about what were the things that did or didn't work for you and who might like the book. Because, you know, every book has an audience. And just because a book didn't work for you doesn't mean that someone else might not love it. And so when I'm writing a a negative review, most of the time I try really hard to be like, okay, here are the specific things that I didn't like about this book. So if this doesn't Mm -hmm. sound like your thing, maybe don't pick it up. But if you like X, Y, and Z, then 
maybe this would work out for you. And I think yeah. that then those reviews become beneficial for the author mm -hmm. and for the book and not just sort of like non-specific ranty things that are just pulling down ratings. Yeah. And if you're doing audiobook arcs on NetGalley at all, make sure you comment on the narration and things like that. Right. So like make it specific exactly. mm -hmm. to the book type. So this is all for digital arc copies. Mm -hmm. I know physical arcs are popular. One thing to note is that there are fewer of them. There yeah. are some, especially certain imprints and certain companies that are really moving away from it and trying to push the digital more than the physical for kind of financial reasons, especially with paper shortages. So do be aware that some books just don't have them, especially for your kind of mid-list authors, which is who you might be starting out with in reviewing anyway, people who aren't kind of the giant bestsellers. Mm -hmm. But there are companies that do more physical arcs. So Tor and Tor.com still do quite a lot of them for their reviewers. They do like sci-fi fantasy titles. I'm trying to think who else. There's also companies that send out finished books where instead of doing arc copies, they'll just send you an early finished copy. I get a lot mm -hmm. of those from Entangled Publishing for people who are romance readers. I feel like they do a um, lot of that. I feel like Forever also does a good chunk of that. They do yeah. some physical arcs too. One they thing do. to look for, and St. Martin's Press does a lot, a good chunk of it too. One thing to look for too, as you grow your platform a little bit for reviewing, and you can't just be a Goodreads reviewer with this, but yeah. you might want a little bit more of a following. St. Martin's, Forever, and a lot of them have influencer groups basically where you can join and you just get an email. Like I just did my fall releases email with St. Martin's for what I wanted from their upcoming releases. And I got a pick between digital arc, physical arc, and finished copies and like first, second, and oh, third cool. choices, which is nice. That's nice. So that's yeah. like something to look out for. Like there's a lot of emails that you can sign up for at any size and yep. start trying. Yep. And you may not get approved for everything, but you'll get some stuff. Another thing too, again, as you've been growing a little bit, you have a little bit of a following is you can email publicists about specific mm -hmm. books. And if you're wondering- this is something I never do. <laughs> I don't so do it very it. often. I don't do it that often. I do have more relationships with some publicists now because public. I have a big enough platform that a lot of publicists reach out to me about stuff, Yeah, like pitching books to me. But- even if you're a smaller platform, if there's a book coming out from an author you really love, especially especially if they're not one of the big blockbuster authors, but they're sort of mid to low, like a mid-list author, the publicist is more likely to try to get you what you're asking for because they really want good publicity for those books. So you can email them, be professional in the way you email them, tell them why you want to read the book. If you've read from the author before, or if there's something specifically you're really excited about, put that in the email, put in links to your platforms and mm -hmm. statistics of your platform size and your followers. And then also make sure you leave your mailing address if you're requesting a physical arc. You don't want the publicist yeah. to have to email you back because they have a lot on their plates already. So you want to make it as easy as possible for them. So make sure you leave in your initial email a mailing address where they can send you a copy of the book if they're able to do it. You may or may not get something in the mail. You might or may or may not get a response from a publicist, but it doesn't hurt to try. And sometimes you may just get a surprise package. Yeah, that that is definitely the biggest tip I've heard is like get all the info in that first email because they may not respond to you, but your book will get dropped in the mail most likely. Not always, yeah. but there's a higher but chance of there's the book a higher chance getting to you yeah. if they don't have to email you. Because publicists are working on several titles at a time, mm -hmm. and they are extremely overworked busy. and underpaid and extremely busy. Yes. So you want to make their lives as easy as possible. Yes. The other thing, uh, another platform that I think a lot of people don't use that can be helpful, which is actually how I had a publicist contact me is on Edelweiss, you can sign up for their, they also do eARCs on that site. It is mostly geared towards librarians and booksellers, but okay. book reviewers are on there. And depending, different teams run the NetGalley and the Edelweiss. So Edelweiss is often run by the sales department, I've heard, yeah. um, and different people are approving over there. Yeah. But it can be a spot where you, you can actually put in stuff to the request box for why you're interested in the book. So I did that recently for uh, the newest Alona Andrews, Ruby Fever. And mm -hmm. I mentioned my read-along. And then a couple of days later, I got an email from a publicist 
mentioning the read-along. And I was like, I think somebody saw my request on Edelweiss and gave you my yeah. info because I don't really know where else you would have gotten this. Like, I, I, yeah. do, I doubt they're searching YouTube for announcements. You know what I mean? Like, right. maybe. Yeah. Who knows? There's a 50-50 shot of where it came from. They found it or they got pushed, like, sent my info. And then they reached out to me to give us physical arcs for all of us that are in the read-along, which is really cool. cool. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's, you know. So that's somewhere else. Like, and that can be a good spot where sometimes you can build a relationship, I feel like, with them. And you can leave reviews there for books that have already come out that you liked from an author. It can just be somewhere else that you're just kind of, like, dropping some of your reviews in. The publisher may see it and then send you stuff. Like, I get emails on there from Mm -hmm. Macmillan a lot. Oh. To join like webinar things and stuff. Interesting, huh? It always is a little messy though to navigate. I'm not going to deny it that. Is. It's it's pretty hard. Uh, I haven't used you, it much because I find it confusing. <laughs> I, I can help you later. Okay. So I just recommend also if you get it, like play around with it and try your best to figure it out. I have mine, so it just shows me all the romance digital copies and mm. like fantasy and YA romance because those are mostly oh, nice. what I read. That's so smart. yeah, it's just yeah. it's another spot that I feel like people forget about. Mm -hmm. One other thing too, and this is if you have a little bit of a platform size, but if you have an online platform with over a thousand followers, you can sign up for the Mm -hmm. influencer program with Libro.fm. So if you are an audiobook listener, it's a pretty cool program where you, if you, you have, you have to have over a thousand followers on a platform, but you can sign up and every month they will have a list of like five or six audiobooks that you can download for free in exchange for mentioning their, their company. So that's really great. And they I may have, have got the requirement also have over they? a thousand now. I okay. think so. Okay. Maybe we should. But I'm not positive. I've seen like a couple like inklings on tiktok of people saying that they couldn't get into it and they had around a thousand so tiktok may have a higher requirement i don't know oh maybe let's see Libra. they don't they don't spell it out like it's kind of a um case by case basis if you get approved i feel right. like after a thousand possibly so i just want to forewarn that but yeah no that's 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 fair because you do have to be approved for it mm-hmm. and so but you can apply if you have over a thousand yes so so no. you may or may not get approved but it is pretty cool some months this month is great have you looked at their their influencer stuff i only got one this month because i was gonna bug you later to ask you what else I get. <laughs> um this is what i do because like predominantly as a romance reader i'm always like i don't know if i should get any of these other ones i don't know anything about these so then i go ask my <laughs> so i'm like what one did y'all get in some months, I just get them all because I can't decide. And it yeah. is what it is. I mean, is. some I, months I, I only get like one or two because it's all like lit mm-hmm. fix stuff that I'm never going to read. Yeah. But some months, I, like I've gotten some really good, good things. Let me see. What did I get mm-hmm. this month? I've gotten a ton of thrillers this way, which has been great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, I can I tell you. I do too. I think they're great. Okay. I can tell you this month I got more than usual. I got five this month, which is wow. like way more than usual. Usually I get two or three of the mm-hmm. options this month they had extra and they had a lot of good ones for pride month too one was also my book of the month club pick woman mm-hmm. of light by okay. holly fajardo anstein that just it just it looks what's interesting about it is the author is indigenous chicano mm-hmm. and it's got magical realism elements to it so it's more literary sort of like family saga but mm-hmm. set in the american west spanning five generations of an indigenous chicano family okay well i just, and I thought, just thought that. yeah <laughs> i just thought that's really I, interesting. I always love a magical realism so yeah then i also picked up the woman in the library by Sulari gentile mara had an early copy of it and loved it like she said it was okay. really it's like a really good I was looking at that one because I was like that if, if I don't read it so my yeah. mom uses my Libro account of course and I'm always like check the arcs is there anything you want <laughs> I love it and yeah that's one of those ones that I was looking at I was like the cover is so pretty and yeah it sounded interesting yeah she said it was a really good myst- murder mystery with like an interesting framing device so I'm hopeful mm-hmm. August Kitko and the Mechas from Space by Alex White is actually, I mean, it does have like sci-fi action stuff, but it's also mm-hmm. an LGBT romance. Okay, perfect. So reviews are like, you'd be surprised. <laughs> like, how much? So it's also got like that kind of romance. And then I had asked you about Twisted Love 
because mm-hmm. I'd heard about it. I was like, I don't know if this is going to be for me or not, but I'm going to try it out because it's like, I don't know. We'll see. I, yeah, I'm, I'm still a very, he's kind of very alpha. So I feel like you, I feel like there's parts of it you're going to really, really like. And then there's parts you're going to be like, oh, I hate this because yeah. you're not super into alphas. But right. I feel like if you're going to try it, this is the I way mean, to do it. Why not? I mean, like, I'm not, it's fine. Yeah. And then the one I'm listening to right now and I'm obsessed is The Secret Life of Albert and Twistle by Matt Kane. I was looking at this one. It's so cute. It's like, okay, okay. it's like, it's like TJ Klune type gay middle-aged man, but like British and not fantasy. Okay. It's like okay. so charming. This, this okay. like 50 something year old closeted gay man who works as a, a postman. He's about to turn 65 and he's told that he's being forced into retirement and like his whole life mm-hmm. is his job and his cat. And... Mm-hmm now he maybe will go and and try and track down the boy who was his one love as a teenager oh. it's so cute oh, no. it's like so cute okay it's i so just cute. got all the ones we just talked about okay. yeah libra of him has been a amazing source for arcs for me especially as like yeah. a heavy audio reader yeah and because the net kelly audios are iffy at times yeah they're hard like i can deal with them but like some people can't it ha- i think i think they like have a an echo or something mm-hmm. like where they double it so i can only listen up to two and a half times speed and then it starts skipping words or two times speed and yeah it starts skipping i words um with my adhd sometimes struggle with it uh because i feel like it gives me and and my migraine issue like i feel like it will trigger a migraine some of them oh, and i'm like mm-hmm, yeah no yeah so be careful with the audio arcs yeah. on uh, NetGalley. It's really unfortunate. But, I don't know why they do that because the final audiobooks either. don't sound like that. It's like, are they just trying to keep people from stealing it or something? Is that like, I don't I know. It's weird. Well, but that's part. I have like five audio arcs <laughs> I've yet to review. I need to like get yeah. them from the library and then go back and yeah. review them because it just, I was like, I'm never getting audio arcs from NetGalley. That's unfortunate. Well, I just finished one good. and I really liked it. I, I had a bet on it. Mm-hmm. By um, I need to read that. Jody Slaughter. It's so mm-hmm. good. I love Jody. It was so good. I mean, it's a lot it of like heavy mental health stuff. It was really good. Yeah. You would. Did you read White Whiskey Bargain by her? I've never read from her before. It was my first. Um, you would like White Whiskey Bargain. We've got okay. a cinnamon roll hero with a very uh, dominant female. Okay, I do like that. <laughs> you do. I know. Shocker. Like, I, I know. Yeah. Uh, the complete opposite of Twisted Love. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that one is. Twisted Love, I think. Yeah. 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 Interesting. <sighs> oh, man. See, we're already getting a few, like, queer wrecks in, in here. Just I know. It's perfect. Uh, one other thing I will recommend if you are a romance reader mm-hmm. or an indie reader, I guess, in general, if you follow your authors that you love, yes. they usually will post when they have arc teams or arcs mm-hmm. going out. Whether it's through them, a PR agency. So, like, for romance, I know there's Gray's PR and there's Valentine PR. They both do a lot of romance. I'm, you can sign up for their emails and sign up for a lot of books. Mm-hmm. I skim through, see if there's anything I'm interested in. I'm not signing up, like, every week or day that they send an email. I don't think they come every day. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm not signing mm-hmm. up every email for books. But I think that's a really good way to start building up your reviews also by getting some of those and following your authors. Yeah. Or, you know, like if you love an indie author and you tag them in a positive review only, don't tag in negative reviews. But uh, (laughs) that was the other (laughs) Instagram thing this week that made me go, are y'all okay over there? I don't don't keep having this conversation. I'm like, why is this? Yeah. Don't tag authors in negative reviews. But yeah, like for especially for indie authors and also actually a lot of YA authors, even trad pub like mm-hmm. traditionally published YA authors have street teams as well, where mm-hmm. if you if you join it and you help them promote their book, you get access to early copies and sometimes some other perks too. Like I know a lot of authors have been doing that. Dana Melly, Alexa Dunn have started street teams recently. Um, Susan Dennard does this. Like a lot of like a lot of like queer contemporary YA authors have done it. Mm-hmm. So if you follow on social media, especially on Twitter, is a lot of times where they'll post this stuff. If you follow authors you really love, you may be able to get on in on something mm-hmm. like that. And I would say like two ish months before you know a book's coming out, you should be seeing like for indie a month, well, one ish month maybe even, you'll start seeing for indie for like for indie. So for yeah. whereas for Trad Pub, it's gonna be several months before. Like they yeah, start assembling street teams like 
a few like several months before they release they do yeah but for indie you're not going to necessarily see an arc sometimes you're going to get an arc on a tight turnaround let me put it that way yeah but a lot of indie authors are super chill and don't expect you to be done with it by the time at pubs or any of that either like they're you know you can commit to different times to post and all that which is really nice Mm -hmm. so highly highly recommend finding some indie authors you love to also get that practice in yes they love they indie authors i see all the time are so excited to send to people who have never done arcs or been on arc teams (laughs) which i think is really cute like i watched some author on tiktok recently she sent like a hundred of the 174 people she had on her sending arcs to like a hundred were had never had done arcs before wow and i was like that's amazing but and that's something they can do right to help you get practice in Yeah, so I think there's a lot of options out there. And if you're disappointed that you didn't get something, it's okay to be disappointed. But there will be more. And, and I guess the good thing to keep in context, too, is that like, if you don't get an arc you're anticipating, the book will be available to purchase. Mm -hmm. Like, not like you can never read it. So yeah, that's, that's always an option. Yeah. And listen, sometimes getting it early is torture because then you read it and you have to wait for the second book even longer. True. If it's a series. And that this is, is why, even though I sometimes get things really early, I rarely read them more than a month or two before publication anymore mm-hmm. because of that. Because, because also there's no one to talk to about it. So if you end up loving it and no one else has read it, oh, mm-hmm. that's hard. Yeah, it's that is like one of the worst uh, parts, and that's also why I'm behind on arcs. Because then I'm like, but if I'm done, then I have to wait even <laughs> yeah. longer for the next one when it's right? certain series. Exactly. So it's a pain. Yeah. So hopefully this was helpful to anybody who's just been curious about the look behind the scenes or is interested in getting into reviewing. But we're also going to recommend some queer books if you're looking to pick something up for Pride Month. And Izzy, I think you said you had had a couple requests for this on Instagram that we could maybe Mm -hmm. respond to. Yeah. So I will post up another one of these stories on Instagram here before or during the readathon probably to see if people have more questions too. So be on the lookout for that. Oh, yeah. So actually, this is a good, really good point. I will put a link in the video description or in the show notes where you can check out the announcement for the Queer Romance Readathon, which is is happening. Mm-hmm. We're kind of co-hosting with some other great people. It's happening over on YouTube. And so if you're looking for a way to get in some queer romance, it's like a bingo board style for a week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so check that out if you're interested. And so we've been compiling a lot of recommendations for that. I just wanted to give that context. Since yeah, I, know. No, I, I realized. I was like, wait, there's no context. <laughs> to this so (laughs) because of that the board's pretty big but you can count books multiple times so i put up on my stories i'll be my announcement will be up by the time this video is up i wanted to make sure i was hitting some recs that people were struggling with for the prompts Mm -hmm. so one of the ones i got was erotica they wanted an erotica rec Mm -hmm. i don't do you have any queer eroticas to rec or no uh yeah okay (laughs) Uh, i've got a couple i don't know i was like do you have a couple or not i don't know you know what i don't um I do read some of them. I just don't review them usually. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's why I wasn't sure. I was like, I yeah, I mean, you talk I, about it often, but I don't. I don't like. I do actually. I do actually like read some of them. I just don't review them very often. But yeah, I've got. Do you, do you want to go first? Then I've got my one, my default that also hits a couple other squares. So. Yeah. So one that I that is like definitely an erotic romance is Neighborly by Katrina Jackson, mm-hmm. which is like very steamy it hits for polyamorous and for i think lesbian author i want to say am i right about that but it's for black author i don't yeah it's a black author and a sapphic romance like Mm -hmm. bisexual characters and basically the premise of it is it follows two women who are in relationships with men and they move in to apartments next to each other and end up developing a sexual relationship that is polyamorous and mm-hmm. everybody knows everything is com- everything is completely consensual it's not cheating or anything and it mm-hmm. is very steamy it is. Oh, it's so good another one that i have that is also by katrina jackson but by her other pin name which okay. is brandy bush called the roommate this is slightly less on the hea side it's definitely more erotica than mm-hmm romance erotic romance if that makes sense but i still feel like it counts this follows a girl who ends up hooking up with her roommate's parents over the holiday break it is wow 
super hot, super hot. And it, it, I would say it counts as LGBT because again, we got polyamory happening. We also mm-hmm. have, you know, two women hooking up. So we've got sapphic happening. It's queer. You can make it count for a lot of, lot, lot of categories. Yeah. And yep. it is so hot. <laughs> like, it should not be as hot as it is. And somehow it is. I don't know. It just, yup. Highly recommend. Okay. Uh, she she knocks it out of the park on that one. I guess the other one that would also like hit some different things. Uh, Katie. So in general, Katie Robert has a lot of erotic romance. Mm-hmm. And often it is queer in some way. So, yeah. she, so check out her stuff. But one that's on the shorter side that's a little more like kind of slightly taboo i guess but has polyamory is gifting me to his best friend mm-hmm. which that's a good um, one. yeah so it's a married couple and the husband's best friend and they spend christmas together and uh you know like it starts out gifting her to him for the holidays but also the two guys maybe also have feelings for each other this one is an hea i would call it polyamorous yeah you're definitely gonna hit the bullet points with that one yep (laughs) i agree i feel like katie uh and her her wicked villains series a lot of them could also fit into the erotic romance category i feel like i feel like honestly i think most of her books are (laughs) i would i would consider like erotic romance I mean, I don't disagree with you to an extent. Like, not not the trad ones, not her traditional. Well, and I right. Well, and I well, I mean, they're still um, more on the erotic side. Like, and I guess that's the thing is like the prompt isn't erotica, which I think is different from erotic romance. Like, like you could read erotica, but like erotic romance is just like there's more sex than average. yeah. No, I don't disagree. I mean, it's it's closer. I just feel like yeah. her her self pop stuff is very much on yes. the side of this. Yes, and like it, the other stuff. It's over here. It's just a little further in on the line, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. The other request I got was uh, Men Loving Men or MM by a gay author. Like, yes. Written by a man. My default here, one of my favorites, is Jack Harbin. He has written some really cute books. I just read Crimes of Passion, which is his Audible original. I did too. So Very good. short. Mm-hmm. Big content note that it is about two rival podcast hosts that talk about true crime true so you crime. are going to hear true crime things in this podcast yes there's cannibalism there's murder there's some gore, light gore light gore yeah. we'll call it and it's not um, as steamy as his stuff usually is either no i think this one is like it was like a three and a half for me it wasn't bad mm-hmm. it was good compared to most of the audible original yeah i gave it they're like not a four bad. They're, yeah they're like they're just like they're okay um yeah. i feel like a lot of them this one was a really good enemies to lovers Two men mm-hmm. falling in love also. Kind Good time. He also track. has the Meet yeah. Cute Club. Meet Cute Book Club, I think. Am I right? I'm looking it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't remember. Or is it just Meet Cute Club? I know I have it next to Meet Cute Club. See, Meet I always have Okay. But there is a book club, so it's confusing. Yeah. And that is um, another one where we're centering. Uh, this also, his books would count for a Black author. So you have that. But Meet Cute Club is about a book club ran by a man who goes to a bookstore and like orders the copies for the book club and a bookstore employee who is who was just kind of feisty another mm-hmm. semi-enemies they're not quite enemies the same way they are in crimes of passion to lovers yeah. situation though i feel like yeah another good option for this if you want like a rom-com is boyfriend material by alexis hall that would also fit that prompt and it's hilarious it's kind of a you know grumpy sunshine opposites attract kind of hot mess and really buttoned up guy and they're british and it's very fun and the sequel husband material is coming out soon too so that i think is really good and it's not real steamy so if you don't want high levels of steam in your romance i think that's a good option cole mccade is another option Mm mm-hmm they write a ton of gay romances. Yeah. And they're bisexual, but I mm-hmm. think you can still count it for that. I, I feel like it counts because like they're writing, you know, from that perspective. perspective. Yeah. So yeah. it works. Definitely. And I think, you know, the big thing here is to make sure you're focusing queer voices writing um, right. MM romances, not sister yeah. white ladies. I think you could also do something like Cemetery Boys by Aiden mm-hmm. Thomas, where oh, yeah. it's uh, that's really good. It's it's like MM with one character who's a trans boy and the author is uh, trans as well. 
and that's for would fit for YA and it's got kind of a paranormal mystery element to it as well. That's really good. Uh, wouldn't Mason Deaver's I Wish You All the Best also count? Is that what it was oh, called? Oh, yeah. That was a really cute uh, contemporary romance book. Kind of romance. Yeah. Because the ending by- was, I mean, it's YA, so I feel like it's a happy for yeah. romance, right? I haven't actually read that one, but I've heard I've heard good things about it. Anything by Phil Stamper, he's got some mm-hmm. contemporary YA romances. Another YA one that I read this year that was really cute was Nate Plus One by Kevin Van Wye. Really cute best friends to lovers romance. Some of it takes place in South Africa, and that's got more like diverse representation just in general. Mm-hmm. So there, I feel like there's a lot of YA gay romances written by gay authors. It's harder mm-hmm. to find in adult romance, but they're they're out there. You just I, have to look. I, yeah, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like Clune, you really gotta dig in. Right. T.J. Clune has some. I like one of his books is more controversial, but he has some other other books as well that I do Wolf think are Song good. Wolf Song by T.J. Clune would yes. definitely fit. It is long though for like if you use it for the readathon. For a readathon, um, yeah. But it will rip your heart out into yeah. shreds, and you will and, cry. I cried, and I don't cry. <laughs> yeah. And what was his latest one that just came out that I read that was good also? Um, Under the Whispering Door. Yes, Under the Whispering Door is is also really good. It's like middle-aged gay men finding love. And it has almost like a Ebenezer Scrooge type character who dies and then has to realize that, you know, he maybe made some bad choices and falls in love in the afterlife. It's it's It deals with some heavier topics. So it deals with like death and suicide and grief. But it also has this really great romance at the center of it so oh and uh, actually one the one that i mentioned earlier that i'm mm-hmm. reading right now from libra fm that's like just coming out the secret life of albert entwistle by matt kane the like british older mm-hmm. man that i mentioned that one is also by a gay author and it's really cute the next one is one that i feel like you're gonna have more recs for than i do but sci-fi okay. or fantasy that that prompt yes <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I mean, I have so many. I did a whole live stream of props. I know. I was say you did a whole live stream, which I'm going to direct this yeah. person to as well. But I was like, uh, what? Tasha Suri uh, wrote mm-hmm. The Jasmine Throne, which is sapphic political fantasy inspired by- Oh, not yeah, this one. I love her writing. I her writing in general is amazing. But that one specifically is, is sapphic with like political fantasy inspired by the history and mythology of India, which is really cool. And she Mm -hmm. is a lesbian South Asian woman. Winter's Orbit by Everina Maxwell is a really cute sci-fi. It is a political arranged marriage between two men who are kind of opposites. And it also has a mystery element to it. Absolutely loved that last year. Oh gosh, there's so many. I've got Um, one. Okay. <laughs> I do have one. I, I just found it. I have one okay. uh, that I do feel like for sure. Fit. Well, I guess I have a YA one. It, yeah. In the Vanisher's Palace by, and I'm going to butcher her name and I'm sorry. I'm not doing it on purpose. I just, every time I have to say her name, I'm like, oh no. It's Aliette de Bodard. Yeah. I think that's I think, right. I think that's Aliette, right. Aliette okay. de Bodard. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm terrible with French names. This yeah. is a Beauty and the Beast inspired uh, fantasy that is very uh, set in Vietnamese, Vietnam, I think, like Vietnamese mm-hmm. mythology, sort of. This was a really good novella. It's 140 some pages, great audiobook. And we follow a girl who has to journey through a world and ends up like in love with a dragon, basically. I don't want to give because it's so short. Like it's one of those yeah. ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was really good, really beautifully written. Just, I was one of those stories where I was like, oh, wow. Like, and that's that's what I look for in my fantasies. I think it might be a Tor.com novella. Uh, I, I wouldn't so. be surprised because I feel like Tor is where I, like, live. For they my, have like, a lot of fantasy. sci-fi fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much. Like, just check them out because they have, they have a t- I mean, there's so many things. They that do. I could They're add. very good at it. But yeah, oh, it's so good. This is like, it's, it's a mixed sci-fi fantasy situation. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. Yeah. I was very surprised by it. One of my favorites, I wouldn't necessarily call it a romance, although there is romance in it, is uh, Siren Queen by Nevo, which came out this year. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Beautifully written. And it does have, like, she has a couple of sapphic love interests with like full-on sex scenes in it so Mm -hmm. uh but it's 
it's really interesting. It's set in an alternate version of the golden age of Hollywood following a Chinese American girl who wants to be on screen. And it basically literalizes the predatory practices of Hollywood studios at the time, particularly mm-hmm. to like women and marginalized women, but using kind of like fey mythology. So there's like magic and bargains mm. and like monsters and stuff. And it's it's really cool. interesting. Yeah, I love right, that. I'm gonna have to check that one out. I'm very. I've been curious about that one, but I was like, I needed to wait and see how many people I knew read it and what. Yeah, they thought. I mean, I really loved it a lot. It's not for like not every. I don't think it's gonna be everyone's cup of tea because it's mm-hmm. like. But you might like. I think you would like it. I feel like probably. I mean, it sounds like something I would like, so yeah. I'm gonna try it. Uh, I do have a general author rec. I haven't read from them. They're on my TBR for the readathon. But Sky Keelan has some sci-fi fantasy sapphic romances. Oh, cool. I'm trying to think like other... Reign of the Fallen by Sarah Glenn Marsh is a really underappreciated YA fantasy with necromancy and a bisexual Mm -hmm. heroine. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's really good. It's interesting, too, because in book one, the love of her life, who was a guy has died and she's grieving that loss but also falling for his sister Ooh, okay i've heard about this one it's really good really really good and uh and then she actually also has a new book that just came out the girls are never gone which Mm -hmm. is also a sapphic romance plus haunted house like ghost story and Mm -hmm. it's ya and the main character also has this one also has disability representation because the the main character has type 1 diabetes and that's like a significant part of the story and it is own voices for that um the author also has type 1 diabetes that's cool it's really good okay the last request i had was asexual rep oh yes which I also only have like one for. I have one general author to recommend. Mm-hmm. I, I, this is one of the the category, the problems that I'm really excited we have because I was like, oh yeah, this is one that I don't have enough for. Yeah, personally, uh, and I'm you probably have the same author is my guess, but you might have some other ones. I don't. I know. have a few. So okay, mine is Claire Kahn. Um, mm-hmm. All of mm-hmm. her books have asexual rep in them. I really loved Let's Talk About Love. I thought that was a really great YA book. She just had the romantic agenda drop, which is her first adult romance, Okay, Mm -hmm. I think. I'm 99% sure this one is adult. Um, And I really am excited to hopefully dive into that during the readathon. But I I really liked her writing. I've heard good things from people who are asexual for liking it, like liking the rep in it. Yeah, Um, she's good. So yeah. A.M. Strickland is a great YA author who writes darker sci-fi fantasy. They are non-binary and ace, but pan-romantic. And so their books are really interesting. Their first one, Beyond the Black Door, has a asexual biromantic lead. And I would call it a dark romance, but without the like sex piece of it. This one's interesting, too, because it has dream magic and it's it's yeah it's really it doesn't have an hea so it's not that kind of genre romance but it's mm-hmm. yeah i don't want to say too you can make it work it, for the readathon you can make it work for the readathon and then their latest book which uh the title is escaping me at the moment but it has polyamory in it and like bone magic and death magic stuff and it's got more like fast paced both of them are pretty fast paced in terms of plot and have like political things and intrigue going on. So Am Strickland is a great author if you're looking for for some of that. Also, one that I think not everybody realizes that was pretty popular last year, but The Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood has demisexual mm-hmm. representation that is also own voices. See, I feel like I have more demi now than I do ace somehow. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got here. I was like yeah. trying to think. I'm like, I have nothing. Like, why do I have like almost none for asexual rep? It's, it is hard. Like there is more, there's more demi. Like also uh, Talia Hibbert, a guy, a guy like that or a guy like him or something like that. Yeah. One, one of, of her Ravenswood books has a demisexual hero. So, you know, I've seen some of that kind of representation, but yeah, there's not as much as, as you might want to see, but it is, it is out there. I wish um, there was more. That's all. We all do, though. Oh, one thing that I've seen people recommend 
as an option is uh, Network Effect by Martha Wells. It is the novel in the Murderbot Diaries. And there is a platonic romance. Hmm. I haven't gotten to that one yet. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah those were the, the four. Four. Okay. I think I got it. Right. Well, I think we got in <laughs> a lot of recommendations there. So yeah, hopefully that's helpful. All these books will be linked in the show notes or in the video description if you're watching us on YouTube. And we're going to move into On My Radar, where we'll talk about recent or upcoming book releases in sci-fi, fantasy, and romance that we're excited about. Books for today's episode will be released between June 14th and about June 27th, 2022. But first, if you enjoy the podcast, we would appreciate if you take a moment to rate and review us so we can continue to reach more listeners. And if you're interested in getting early access to episodes as well as exclusive bonus content with every episode, which is always fun consider supporting us on patreon huge thanks to all of our supporting patrons including our world expanding patrons trina sarah and newly stephanie you all make what we do possible thank you so much for your support so i have three books to talk about today about i also you? have three books one of my Perfect. does come out june 7th so it's not in the, the window That's okay. i'm gonna roll that's okay it. why don't you start with that one all right so we have wicked beauty by katie robert coming out June 7th. This is the third book in the Dark Olympus series. This is the polyamorous one. And it has Helen, Achilles, and oh my, I cannot say his name. Patroclus? What is Patricles? it? Patroclus? Patroclus. Okay. It has Helen, Achilles, and Patroclus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways it's I, you know what we're not even yeah. gonna try it, it's got it's right. got helen achilles and the p name dude okay I, that's all i got for you we're not it's it's just gonna be outtake after outtake so we're just gonna roll with it i've read the beginning of this because i got an arc of it and i was like oh, i don't want to be done too soon because i want to be like mm -hmm. in the zeitgeist of talking about it with people and i already love how it's opening because she's just like gives no crap gives no like no shits she's like i'm mm -hmm. gonna do this thing so that she can get out from like some of the power dynamics in Olympus. And I was like, oh, I love it. I'm very excited to see where this goes. So yeah, awesome. I'm just, uh, I love Katie and Robert also. So like, it's just a given that I'm like hyped for this book. Yeah, that'll be good. June 14th, we're having Boys, Beasts, and Men by Sam J. Miller. It is a short story collection, sci-fi fantasy, dark and super gay. And I, like it's it's really good it is definitely hard-hitting check content warnings if you need them because it, it deals with some pretty rough uh topics at times but mm -hmm. i just love sam j miller's writing so much and i think it is an excellent short story collection i had an early copy of this one and yeah it's coming out from a small press but i would i would definitely recommend it i mean we love a small press mm -hmm. next we have on June 21st, Fake It Till You Bake It by Jamie Wesley. Another one I have an arc of that I'll be reading very, very soon. Uh, it's very I didn't want to read like I'm so excited. So I'm since you've already read it, I feel like you'll you'll correct me if I'm wrong. Basically, the plot is a reality star declines a proposal live on TV and becomes America's like number one enemy. <laughs> and this football player and like his two, I think it's three of them total, right? That run mm -hmm. the bakery. Yeah. They run this cupcake bakery, I guess, on the side of their football career. I, I didn't nope. I didn't know if they were retired or not. Okay. No, they're that's a lot of work, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, that's a lot to do, be a football player and run a bakery. But they end up fake dating. Yes. Kind of to and help mend both of their Yeah. To help images. to help her image and help the cupcake bakery kind of okay. get more promotion. And okay. the other thing that's interesting is she's the granddaughter of the team owner. Oh, Ooh, that makes it even better. I love that being thrown in. Okay. Okay. I'm very excited for this book. Like I've been like minimally looking at anything about it. Cause I was like, I just want to read this and be like yeah. thrilled. <laughs> Cause it's it just fun. sounds perfect. Yeah. Also coming out June 14th is January 15th by Rachel Swirsky. It is a novella from tour.com that I really liked. It's so interesting. The concept is what if the United States in the near future had a universal basic income payment that everybody, regardless of like class or wealth or whatever, got every year? And it, it follows four different perspectives, 
all on, it takes place all on one day on January 15th, which is the day that they get this payment. And it follows four different perspectives and kind of explores like, what would this look like for different people? So one of them is a woman who is on the run with her children from her abusive ex-wife. And the payment is what let her finally leave the marriage. One of them follows some elite teenagers who basically like waste their money they're kind of like early college age but older Mm -hmm. older teens one perspective follows a young black woman who's a journalist and the guardian for her teen sister who's like going around and interviewing people on this day about the payment and then the last perspective is a pregnant teen girl who is in a polygamist cult so it's it's really interesting i did not expect that last one (laughs) <laughs> at all yeah like you're saying i'm like okay okay this is interesting uh-huh. what yeah yeah okay. so it's uh it's it's a really interesting novella i liked it a lot so i think that's that's one to check out interesting i might have to look at that one because now i'm like wait uh-huh <laughs> and then the last one on my list is american royalty by tracy Livesay. I, for some reason, I thought for a moment the date had moved and it was in July now. And I was like, no, it's still June. <laughs> this is a somewhat Meghan Markle, Harry inspired romance. It just sounds like a good time. Tracy is one of my favorite authors to read mm-hmm. when it comes to like kind of silly books almost. Like I feel like even her girls trip series always had funny moments. So I feel like this is going to be very funny. Yeah. This follows rapper Duchess and the prince who is very reclusive and a professor. And he accidentally books her for the uh, like Queen's Jubilee sort of situation. I feel like. Kind of. Um, kind of. Not I quite. Like, it's like one of those. Yeah, yeah, I was actually yeah, yeah, yeah. read it already, but it's one of those. Like he books her for a thing they're doing, and uh-huh. it doesn't know who she is, and is like, "Oh shit, I messed up." And then they fall in love. So <gasps> this one seems to be such a controversial. Cover. It is a beautiful cover. I liked it, but like people seem so split on it, which I find interesting. Mm-hmm. I think because it's like pretty steamy, and the physical piece of their relationship is a big part of it, and I think some mm-hmm. people wanted like i don't know i think not everybody likes that and also he's kind of a jerk at the beginning okay i mean i'm but, here for it yeah i mean i really liked it but it's i am it's seeing been, mixed on my friends list yeah, so it's, it's, it's very interesting it's pretty interesting but i, I most I of it. most of my friends are in your camp though with the th- four and up so yeah, i mean yeah it'll be interesting when it comes out i do think a lot of people who don't read as much romance seem like not it. to be liking it so. I, that's that's what i was just noticing as i started scrolling i was like okay you're not a yep yeah. no that's okay. it's like not because i think i think because it's megan and harry it's getting a wider reach with the marketing so i think I it's reaching people who don't usually read mm-hmm. a ton of romance so um yeah that makes sense yeah So my last one is coming out June 21st. This is The Final Strife by Sarah El Arifi, and it looks really good. It is the first book of a visionary LGBT African and Arabian inspired fantasy trilogy about three women who band together against a cruel empire that divides people by blood. This is like a long epic fantasy novel that looks great. So I actually need to order a copy of this because it's coming out soon, but I'm interested. That also sounds interesting. So again, all of these will be listed. If you're looking for any of them, there will be purchase links. This has been Chapter 3 Podcast. We're your hosts, Bethany and Izzy. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Chapter 3 Podcast. And you can find us on YouTube at our individual pages, which will all be linked below. The next episode will be available in two weeks. I will be back with Liana to talk about The Heroes by Joe Abercrombie, continuing with our first law read-along, if you're following along with us. And this episode's bonus content will be available to patrons in the next few days. Thanks for listening.